the Vibe Catch podcast brings you the latest in employee engagement, workforce productivity, and people analytics. Hello and welcome back to the Vibe Catch podcast. I'm I'm Janne again and and speaking uh, with Dasha Suissa. Uh, and this time we thought we would address the topic of of uh, employee engagement metrics, like what is it or how how and what should you actually measure when you want to evaluate the engagement in a in a company so dasha is this um, the topic that that you've been sort of working with in the in the uh, in your recent past yes sure um so maybe i'll just explain a little bit about both my experience and what i know um from some studies so I think I mentioned in some of the earlier podcasts that we know that uh, the belief in senior management is something that is really important and we know that it's it's one of the key drivers of employee engagement. So this is definitely something uh, that is important to measure and that's, that's possible to measure through various questions but what I would like to point out is that it should be always measured not only in the quantitative way so like using various scales but it should also be measured uh, qualitatively so in, in in other words giving the employees the opportunity to comment uh, in their own ways because uh, purely quantitative statements or questions can never pick up on uh, the actual subtleties of the employee experience. So that's definitely one of the topics, the big topics, um, that should be part of the employee engagement measurements. The other dimension that we know is important is the direct relationship between an employee and their line manager. So again, this is something that needs to be addressed Uh, through various questions or statements and um, it relates to um, how much uh, employees trust in their line manager, um, what the relationship really looks like, uh, how goal setting for example works, what kind of conversations they they engage in. Um, Many, many, many possible topics and again uh, like in the previous dimension, it's really important to dive into also the qualitative dimension to get uh, uh, for for the opportun- for for the employees to to get the opportunity to really uh, comment uh, qualitatively as well. Mm. Then, uh, what what uh, is really a big topic as well uh, is the level of. Uh, opportunities that employees feel they're having for their growth yeah so no matter if that is about pure learning and development or if it's about uh, let's say career opportunities that they see they have in the company it's something that's definitely impacting employee engagement as well so again uh, this is something that needs to be uh, measured then another dimension that comes to mind is the quality of uh, relationships uh, people have with their peers, with their colleagues. So the general atmosphere uh, in the team. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the line manager or the company's direction that impacts on how employees experience uh, their jobs, but it's also uh, the quality of relationships. And I I see that this is sometimes a forgotten or at least um, 
an undervalued uh, dimension of, uh, of employee engagement. And then uh, last but not least, uh, what also impacts on uh, levels of employee engagement is simply the way um, the infrastructure that they have around them to uh, do their jobs well. So uh, how systems uh, and processes work, are they messy or are they actually uh, supportive of, uh, of their role? So again, an extremely, uh, extremely important dimension. So uh, I'm not saying these are all the dimensions, but these are the ones I consider really key. Yeah, there's a couple of couple of um, things you mentioned that I uh, I think would be interesting to to address a bit bit more. Maybe I'll first go into the you you mentioned several times kind of the need to to have like a qualitative measurement of of the the, the engagement metrics and all the, all the engagement factors and also to to kind of let the employees to tell in their own words like what it is actually that they they, they request. Uh, I think the challenge with that is, of course, especially with big organizations, is the, is how to handle that data. Like, uh, like uh, they can be, of course, masses. They can be thousands of comments or ideas or suggestions. Do you have something in mind? How could you kind of structure that, or how should companies approach that? Should they actually look it, look into it in a, in 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 a big picture, or would it make more sense to sort of slice that up and uh, make it every manager's responsibility to look into their teams? results where the amount would be much more ma manageable uh, what, what, how do you see that how do you actually kind of how do you manage qualitative feedback like open feedback yeah that's a fair uh, challenge or question and there's probably more than one ways how to approach that also depending on the size of the company uh, on whether or not they have an HR department or even on the size of their HR department. So companies who have, uh, let's say, HR business partners looking after um, certain departments um, probably uh, will uh, have an easier uh, way how to actually dive deeper into, uh, into the qualitative feedback because uh, if one HR business partner looks uh, into the feedback of one department that makes it easier than if one HR director tries to do the same for uh, 2,000 mm. or even 10,000 employees, right? So um, having an HR business partner in place uh, uh, and having them engaged in this kind of um, in this kind of um, uh, like survey is, I would say, uh, very important, not mm -hmm. only for the employee engagement levels, but uh, purely for uh, the uh, for the impact on performance, mm -hmm. because that's something we, we were talking about as well, like all, all these links between employee engagement and performance. So that's, uh, I guess, one of the ways, mm -hmm. uh, like untangling it through uh, HR business partners who then can work with line managers um, uh, and address uh, address the qualitative feedback even further through various workshops with mm. with their employees because these workshops always give even more opportunities to uh, for people to actually explain what they meant mm. by their qualitative feedback so one of the things i would say is that um, the qualitative feedback as such is not um, an improvement tip mm. just yet. 
but it is it opens the door for um, for a finer discussion uh, the result of which can also be an improvement tip yeah I think ideally it is actually something that you can sort of then facilitate to to uh, kind of I uh, iterate together with the employees to to actually kind of form the solution or form the improvement idea uh, that then also kind of has the support from the employees if they have been sort of if it's initiated originally by them and if they have been involved in the in the sort of making that into a into a concrete action or concrete improvement in the in the mm-hmm. company. I think that is a uh, interesting approach. Uh, I think yeah like you said with the, with the with the big amount of, of kind of qualitative feedback uh, it's it's of course there's technology also that might help you in sort of spotting some trends or analyzing just free text uh, doing semantic analysis on it but I think it's really in the uh, in my opinion I think if you kind of want to find out the, the right things or find out the uh, ideas that you then want to to uh, move forward then it re- really requires in my opinion still like a, a human factor in it which can be the business partner it can be the manager and then of course in that case the, the kind of amount of, of the data has to be somewhat restrictive but I think that is, is still it, it requires someone to sort of moderate and facilitate the, 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 the process a bit and, and to make it uh, into into concrete improvements so I think that's, a, that's very interesting um, yeah then um, what about um, Talking more about measuring engagement, I think uh, there's of course kind of two approaches there as well. I mean, you can measure sort of the organization's engagement levels or performance, or you can look into individuals. Any right or wrongs there, or is this also kind of a mixed field where you where you think that it's, it's a bit of a bit of both? Definitely a bit of both because. Uh, the organizational performance is created by individual. Mm. It's a function of mm. uh, individual, um, sorry, not performance, but engagement. Mm. So uh, I definitely believe that uh, the right approach goes to um, uh, really untangling individual uh, um, feeling uh, or feelings around uh, how employees um are engaged and uh, what they really think about the whole, uh, you know, infrastructure and the whole environment in the company, and then obviously when you uh, measure that, then you can consolidate the results um, into team results, and then these can be consolidated into whole organizational um, results. So, I believe this is probably the right approach. Yeah, yeah, I agree there. It's um. One thing about the kind of the right metrics is, is, of course, I mean, we companies have been measuring employee engagement before that, maybe job satisfaction, different different metrics uh, with with annual surveys or different kinds of employee surveys. Um, I think the big big question that that companies I think need to ask is always the, the why. Why do we measure something? And I think that's something where the right metrics. Are uh, then then relevant. So so I think it's important to really understand what in the end drives performance. I mean, when we talk about engagement, and we want to drive engagement, but that's I think the reason why we want to drive engagement is that we want to improve the performance of the of the organization. So so 
what I see sometimes with, with engagement metrics is, is that they tend to be, not always, but sometimes a bit of a vanity metrics is that you sort of end up optimizing sort of the happiness. I'm not saying it's not important that the employees are happy, but you kind of end up end, end up getting like happiness metrics in a way. Yes. Where you might end up in a situation where you have very happy employees, but who are not very productive, for example. Yes. Is there anything that you could kind of share into that area? Like what are the kind of, I mean, we, you addressed that in the beginning a bit, but, but kind of really kind of how to understand the, the different sort of impacts of, of different factors for, for employee engagement. Yes. That would probably uh, refer myself back to uh, how we started. Uh, all the dimensions I mentioned are dimensions that we know uh, have direct impact on employee engagement. So they are not satisfaction metrics. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, something we talked about earlier, uh, that we must not, as you said, uh, confuse employee engagement with employee satisfaction because I can be uh, quite a satisfied employee but that means I'm comfortable and mm. if I'm comfortable it doesn't always mean that I will go out of my way and try and improve things so um, being engaged means actually that I might even be a little dissatisfied I might feel that something is quite challenging but it is exactly that fine tension and that fine balance between slight dissatisfaction with how mm. things work and feeling supported in uh, how I can improve things that is actually uh, creating employee engagement mm. yeah and I think with the, with uh, with that in mind, I think it's, it's very important that the managers also, re regardless of like what level managers are, but if you are managing team or organization, I think it's so important that they also understand sort of the basics of motivational theories there as well, like how does something impact yes. performance? Like it's it's not not about like removing all the stress, or it's not about exactly about about that. It's really kind of like you said, the fine balance between sort of the the, the kind of. Uh, Giving the employees enough challenges, but but not kind of overloading them with with uh, with things, and then and, and also providing them with the environment where they are, they feel trusted, and they they kind of can be creative, can can have a good team spirit. So that's kind of it's it's really really um, yeah important to understand like what what really affects and how can you actually improve the the overall performance and what are the bottlenecks in terms of exactly yeah. exactly and what I would add to that is that um, building on what you've just said um, for example about creativity uh, when you are being creative very often you are experiencing states of flow and mm -hmm. we know that when you do experience flow it's always the result of that balance between challenge and support so I think uh, companies who are overly focused on creating satisfaction or happiness might be slightly missing the point because they might not necessarily create the ideal conditions for mm. performance. That's very good. All right. Um, unless you have something still to add, I mean, I think we could start wrapping up uh, for, for this session as well. Thank you very much, Dasha, uh, again too. for this 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 talk. Uh, yeah, thank you for the listeners uh, for for tuning uh, tuning in, and let's let's uh, stay in touch. Make sure you subscribe to Wipecatch Podcast on Wipecatch.com. Mm -hmm.
Thanks for listening to the Vibe Catch podcast. Visit our website, vibecatch.com, for more resources and insights on employee engagement, human productivity, and HR technology. Don't forget to subscribe to get the latest podcast right in your inbox.